Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Lobon. Tony, it's National Fossil Day. And Tony Kornheiser, shout out to UB Brown and shout out to us. I mean, let's face it, you know, shout out to us you know, at this point. I see, I'm, I'm fortunate. I get to see UB during the season, all season. And all he says is, you know, Tony used to come to games. I used to see him. He used to be out and about with the people. Where Man, the hell is Tony? What am I supposed to tell Coach UB Brown? Is- UB is referencing the 1930s and 1940s. It's been a long time since I've been anywhere. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Padres look to bounce back against the Dodgers. The Warriors are set to welcome back Draymond Green, and Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Houston Astros coming back from being down 7-3 at home late to Seattle yesterday and getting a three-run walk-off homer in the bottom of the ninth from Jordan Alvarez, that was into the seats before you could say you're Don Alvarez. And boom goes the dynamite. Wilbon, do you consider this a hero moment for Alvarez or a choke moment by Seattle? No, hero moment, Tony. And you know because you informed me of the moment because I was heading home and you were already, of course, at home. And you know what, Tony? Sometimes I could have said, damn it, Tone, you ruined the moment. No. Knowing about it didn't ruin seeing it. Because then when I got home and I saw it, it was like just as exciting, even though I knew it was coming because you told me. And it's no, that those are hero moments. And Tony, he didn't hit some yeah. fat mistake pitch. I mean, the pitch is low, <laughs> the pitch is a decent pitch. And he goes down and he gets it as if he's, you know, with Phil Mickelson. And you're like, oh my goodness, Tony, this is what I, I now expect from the Astros. And they're a couple of years removed from spying and all this cheating and all this stuff, as far as I'm concerned. Right, right. And I, I, I certainly have a soft spot for Dusty Baker, who I, I sort of root yeah. for in this situation, at least in that league. It's a wow. So, no, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm saying to Alvarez, dude, yeah. that was amazing. I'm An amazing re- postseason moment. Yes, and as you said, I saw it live. I immediately called you. I used the word unbelievable, and you said, what are you talking about? I'm in the car. So this is exactly what happened for other people who were in the car. The Astros are down 7-3. Then in the eighth inning, Bregman hits a two-run shot, and now it's 7-5. And the manager of Seattle, Scott Service, goes to his number one reliever for the ninth, Seawall, to his number one reliever. But he's not that sharp. He gets two outs, Mike. But he hits a guy, and he gives up a single. So now the tying runners are on, and Alvarez is the winning run at the plate, and he comes up. He's a lefty batter. Service has now thought about what he's going to do for a week or so. He brings in Robbie Ray, who's a lefty and also is a Cy Young winner, to go lefty-lefty, to play the percentages. This is like in poker. You lay down your hand, and you have a king high straight. Alvarez on the second pitch. Hits it so hard into the stands that if it hit you in the chest, it will put a hole in your body. And Alvarez has this great bat flip, and he lays down his hand, which is an ace-high straight. I mean, Mike, if we didn't learn the other day from Toronto 
and Seattle. Seattle, yeah. That you cannot say anything until you get the 27th out. If we haven't learned that, we learn this now. And what I wonder about is, where does Seattle go from here? They bombed Justin Verlander and didn't win. They didn't didn't win. win. But, Tom, let me just say real quickly, I don't like, as a rule, I know it has worked. I mean, Randy Johnson alone could just blow up my rule. I don't like putting starters in in the postseason in a relief role where so, so many of them have never been in that situation. I know you don't have to pitch from the rubber. It's not just physical, but it's emotional and psychological that maybe they don't perform best there. That's what relief pitchers do. So I'm just sort of against that. The I know national- you're not with me on that, but... Well, no, in 2019, the Nationals put Scherzer and Strasburg and Corbin out Strasburg. there. Madison Bumgarner went out there yeah. and won a World Series. So sometimes it works. This did not work. No, this didn't. Man. Let's move to the National League, where the Dodgers beat the Padres in Game 1 in L.A. The Dodgers jumped ahead early on San Diego starter Mike Clevenger and then held on with a closer by committee. Tonight, the yeah. Padres send you Darvish to the mound against Clayton Kershaw. Do you give Darvish an edge, Tony? No. No. I don't know why I should. I mean, Kershaw is going to the Hall of Fame. And Darvish so has you been give great Kershaw from September an edge? 1 on. Why would you give Kershaw an edge? I'm going to give Kershaw. I'm going to tell you in a second. Okay. Darvish, in, since September 1, has been 5-1 and one with a 1.85 ERA, which is great. And he beat the Mets the other day. He went seven innings, only allowed one. But Kershaw... Since September 1st, is 5-0 with a 1-5-4 ERA. The numbers are slightly better for Kershaw, and he's pitching at home. And I thought there was a road bias in the first bunch of series, the three-game series, because yeah. a bunch of road teams won. But last night, three of the four teams that won were home teams. And you can say to me, well, maybe Kershaw isn't good in the postseason, and that's right, because he's 13-12 and 12 with a 4-1-9 ERA. But Darvish, but Darvish isn't in the good postseason in the postseason might- either. Yeah. Three and five and a four five zero. Oh. So the, the numbers the numbers don't favor Darvish. They don't. No, and 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 nobody's favorite. I don't I don't see a favorite going into this. I don't see anybody having an edge. You really? got two hot. You got really? two hot pitchers. No, I don't. No, I'll take you, Darvish. You want to give me some odds? You want to give me something? It's not like golf where you can give me strokes. But you, I'm, I'm sure there are Vegas odds gotten those on everything. I, you know what? I'll go with Darvish. I've seen Clayton Kershaw roughed up a lot. I mean, I saw my own team, the Cubs, do it on the way to a World Series in 2016. So it's not like it hasn't happened. I mean, Clayton Kershaw in the postseason is not Bob Gibson. He's Bob Gibson in the regular season, but we are in October tone. I don't see either one of them having an advantage. The Padres don't win in L.A. The last 17 games that the Dodgers face the Padres in L.A., they're 15-2. and So yeah. they don't. So it's going to be hard. They're fifteen and two. Look, that you know, I, I'm, that you're right seems about legit. That. I'm predisposed to root for the Dodgers. That that that's what I have done now in in recent years. It always years. sounds like you root for the Padres, though. Sounds like no. You I just want no. I, but I criticize the Padres for being so much oh, less true. than they should be. But they're not right now, having won that first series, Tony. And now they go. I'm just saying, Darvish against Kershaw to me is dead even. Those are two big guns. They are aces, and I ain't giving anybody benefit of the doubt. Show me tonight. I'm excited about that matchup. Let's move to Draymond Green. He will be Ooh. back with the Warriors tomorrow. Green has been fined but not suspended for punching Jordan Poole in practice. Poole has been consulted and is okay with Green's return. Steve Kerr said Poole is, quote, willing to move forward 
and get back on the floor with Draymond, unquote. Wilbon, what is your reaction to the Warriors' decision? Uh, Tone, I think like most people, I sort of thought the punishment was light, that we've seen suspensions in situations sort of kind of like these. And who would have argued against a suspension? I'm not even sure that Draymond, who took a quick leave of absence, would have argued against a suspension had they levied one, but they didn't. And here's where I'm willing to give the Golden State Warriors the benefit of the doubt that I wouldn't give, say, the dysfunctional Brooklyn Nets. The Warriors' tone, they seem to always get it right with their tone, with their handling from Bob Myers, the GM, to Steve Kerr, to their sort of senior advisor players, which often includes Draymond, Steph, Clay, Andre Iguodala. They get it right, Tony. So I'm, I, I'm not going to yeah. sit up here and argue and scream at the Golden State Warriors. They've known what they're doing. But, Tony, I... I don't know that this is going to last. Like, you got to make it work. They got to manage this. And even if they manage it well, it doesn't mean that it's going to work successfully. It wouldn't surprise me to see Draymond Green the subject of serious trade talks. Yeah, so I'm going to get to that in a second. I don't think he should have been suspended. I think these fights happen regularly. No, I don't. I think the fights happen regularly in practice all over the country. And the difference here is that the tape was leaked. Video. The tape was leaked. Video. And I said before, yeah. and I'm going to say this again, that was an act of sabotage aimed at Draymond Green's career, and I'll say this before and again as well. If Jordan Poole had anything to do with it whatsoever, or his agent or somebody close to him, I think that his security on the Warriors has been breached. You know, I, I don't see any reason why Draymond Green can't walk back in there and be a very fine player with everybody. Because he's got four rings, Mike. He's yappy. Yeah. He's physical. He's, he's in your face all the time with a lot of people. And the Warriors have coveted that for years because Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are not that. Draymond Green gonna, is the catalytic converter there. He's the that, guy. Every word of that's true. But let me just tell you, I, I spent today trying to reach a couple of executives who have been in the personnel evaluation business for decades. And Tony, what I keep hearing come up almost unanimously is he is a great asset, but maybe at this point a diminishing asset. And if the Warriors see that the same way, and if they believe that, maybe now's the time. Because let's let's face it, he's such an asset, Draymond Green can be traded someplace and automatically make that team a a greater contender than it is now. A team like, say, the Sixers or maybe even Brooklyn, God knows they need some functionality. I'm just saying, Tony, if the Warriors see it that way, don't know that yet, but I think these conversations are going to be part of what we're dealing with for weeks. Let's take a break. Coming up, should the NFL make roughing the passer calls reviewable? We will ask a man who went after quarterbacks, Booger McFarland. Maybe he'll want to lay Tom Brady down and give him a mint, put it on his pillow. We'll also ask him how big a game it is for Jalen Hurts to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys. Eagles, Cowboys Warriors, this weekend. If the Warriors trade Draymond Green, they're making a tremendous mistake. Pardon the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. 
PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour. Wilbon and I have been talking about roughing the passer penalties for two days now. So let's bring in someone who actually has some experience with it. Our great friend from NFL Primetime and Monday Night Countdown, Mr. Booger McFarland, today wearing a President's Cup shirt. For those of you keeping track on Logo Bingo, it's a President's (laughs) Cup shirt for Booger. And let me start with this. You played defense. You sacked quarterbacks. That was your job. Do you like the idea of making the roughing penalty call reviewable you know what tony they need to do something because what we saw this weekend was an absolutely abomination of, of the nfl rules and you know if you look at the grady jared play grady jared makes a game-changing play atlanta's got all the momentum and they have an opportunity to get the ball back and go down and potentially beat tampa and they make that call like that call is literally changing lives and then when you go to monday night and you watch chris jones go through the holy trinity Sack, cause, fumble, recover a fumble. Like, that's the holy trinity of defensive line play, and they said he landed on the quarterback. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm 300 pounds, or at least I played at 300 pounds. I don't know if they expect you to, like, levitate in air over the quarterback and just kind of stop. <laughs> but there's no, there's no other way that Chris Jones could have made that play. So uh, they, they have to do something. I thought Sunday and Monday – were two bad days for the NFL consecutively. And I think if you're Roger Goodell and the guys at 345 Park Avenue, you can't be happy, especially Monday night in a standalone game, a game that was a really good game that got marred by that officiating. Booker, just to follow real quickly, do you think the league is embarrassed or you think they just don't give a damn? They want their quarterbacks, and Tony gets mad when I say this, their pretty boy quarterbacks to rule the day. And they don't give a damn about guys like you. That is actually how I feel Do you feel the league actually even cares about this? I I think they care about it, Mike. They're always worried about perception. Just think about what they did after Tua Tonga Valoa hit his head 
Thursday night, how they came back and added to the protocol. So they're always concerned about perception, but they also understand this. I think two things. One, offense sells. And if you're going to have really good offense, you better have starting quarterbacks. And two, I do think the NFL kind of likes a little bit of the human element, right? Like this shouldn't be done by robots. This should be like if we get it right 99 out of 100 times, I think they'll live with that. It just so happens the one time they got it wrong Monday night, all of America saw it in a standalone game. They got it wrong. All right. All right. We'll move ahead to Ravens-Giants this weekend. Tony and I have both somehow come to the conclusion that the Giants actually know what they're doing, and they're pretty good, and they're turning this thing around. Do you agree with that, or have we jumped the gun? No, because I, 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 love, I love what they're doing when it comes to how to win. You know, we often talk about a team, can they go from the cellar to where the Bengals went? Well, first, in order to do that, you have to learn how to win. Well, how do you do that? You have to make sure to put your team in the best chance to win. And I see the head coach, Brian Dayball, doing that. Think about the game in London. Okay, they're down a lot of wide receivers. They're injured. The only weapon they really have is Saquon Barkley. So what do they do? They run Saquon. They throw it to Saquon. They put him in the Wildcat. They made sure to feature their best players. And Daniel Jones, we're not going to allow you to throw the football deep down the field. We're just going to get completions and move the ball. And defensively, Wink Martindale does an outstanding job of coordinating the defense that in the end, he's going to be Wink. And we know Wink is a pressure defensive coordinator. And the last two plays of the game, Wink played to his identity. They blitzed Aaron Rodgers and they knocked the ball down twice. So I think they are a very, very well-coached football team. And I often use this line, Mike. I often use this. Some people don't understand it. More games in the NFL are lost than won. And right now the Giants are making sure they don't lose the games, therefore they're winning. And we'll get you out of here on this. I think Jalen Hurts right now is the MVP in the league. But I also think this is an enormous test for him against Dallas. At home against Dallas, Dallas seems to have an absolutely legitimate defense. I think it's a prove-it game for Jalen Hurts, and I wonder if you are with me on that. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily a prove-it game, but I, I do think this is a game where all the pressure is on Jalen Hurts, and here's what I mean by that. Because he's a starting quarterback, he's been playing well, and I realize that a couple of guys on the offensive line are banged up, but by and large, Philly is a healthy team, they're undefeated, and they're going, to, in, in, uh, going into a game against a team without their starting quarterback. So all the pressure is on the Eagles to go out and beat Cooper Rush. And I know Jalen Hurts doesn't face Cooper Rush, but come on, let's face it. We're going to build this up to be Jalen Hurts versus Cooper Rush. So I do think there's pressure for him to go out and perform, but for him, just go out and do what you've already done. Like he's shown us, even shown me, because I didn't think he could do it. He's shown me so much improvement from last year to this year, it's not even funny. And I agree with you. He is the MVP of the league right now. And as far as the yeah, Cowboys are concerned and Cooper Rush, hey, no, no pressure. There's no pressure whatsoever. You've already uh, went past expectations that we thought you could do by winning four games in a row this season, five in a row if you go back to last year. So if you're the, if you're the Cowboys, you go out, you pay, play footloose and fancy free because there's no pressure on the Cowboys because you'll see the Eagles again, presumably, when you have Dak Prescott. Thank you, Booger. It's a pleasure as Booger, always. Appreciate Just a pleasure. It. Appreciate it, sir. Anytime, gentlemen. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Yankees go up on the Guardians. I got to think whenever I say Guardians, who are yeah, the I know, Guardians? I know. Who are the Guardians? We, we should just say Spiders. Tua returns to the practice field tone. Not ready to play yet, but he's at practice. 
Practice? Practice. Yeah. He needs so to be on the president. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Pardon the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 37th birthday, Michelle Carter. Unless you're a track and field fan, you might not know Michelle Carter. But in Rio de Janeiro in 2016, she became the first American woman to ever win the gold medal in the Olympic shot put. She's the American record holder in the shot put with a push of 67 feet 8 inches, and she won seven different U.S. outdoor titles. Carter comes by her athletic talent genetically. Her father, Michael, was a nose tackle on three different 49ers Super Bowl champions, 84, 88, and 89. Michelle Carter retired from shot putting earlier this year, saying in a social media video, quote, your girl is going to finally put the shoes up, lay the shot down. How about that, Tony? You know, until I just saw that video, for some reason I had in my head that Michael Carter, her dad, were 99. I, I didn't think it was 95. So now I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Who was I watching all those years? Maybe it wasn't Michael Carter. No, it was. Because he was a great player, Tony, but he was, I mean, outshined by so many. That constellation of great stars in San Francisco. Might not have noticed him, should have noticed him. Happy anniversary, Austin Matthews. On this day six years ago, the American phenom, who was drafted first overall by the Toronto Maple Leafs, made his NHL debut just weeks after turning 19. Matthews celebrated his debut by scoring four goals, the most in a debut in modern NHL history dating back about 80 years. Matthews scored 40 goals as a rookie, became the first rookie to do so since Alex Ovechkin in 2005. After leaving the NHL with 41 goals in 2020 and 21, this past season, Matthews became the first American-born player and the first Maple Leaf to score 60 goals. He won the Hart Trophy for MVP. He's so exciting a player, Tony. I, I root for Toronto, and it's been so long. I think it'd be a great story for the NHL if the Maple Leafs were to get to the Stanley Cup final. Happy trails, Josh Donaldson. With no outs in the bottom of the fifth last night in a 1-1 game, Josh Donaldson thought he'd hit a home run. He went into a home run trot. Unfortunately for the Yankee third baseman, the ball hit off the top of the right field wall, and the throw came in strong to second base. Donaldson scrambled to get back to first, but he was out on a 9-6-3 for those of you keeping score at home. Luckily for Donaldson, his blunder is not a headline because the Yankees got three runs in the fifth and sixth and rode the strong pitching of Garrett Cole to a 4-1 win over Cleveland. Cole went six and a third, four hits, one run, and he struck out eight. On a personal note, what a delight it was to hear Bob Costas and Ron Darling call it that game. It was. 
How about Rizzo's home run? That was a moonshot. You ain't have to worry about that being a single yeah. off the wall. Oh, no, 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 no. That was a big-time hit. Let's go quickly to the big finish. Devontae Adams cited for misdemeanor assault for shoving a media worker on Monday night. Your thoughts? Keep your hands to yourself. Don't shove people. Seriously. Tua returned to the field to throw today, but the Dolphins will start Skylar Thompson against the Vikings. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Can't play Tua until he's 100%. 49ers pass rusher Nick Bosa didn't practice today. Could still play Sunday against the Falcons. Is that significant? I can knock Marcus Mariota around. I'm sure the league doesn't care about him. Don't have to lay him down with a, on a pillow with a mint. Spain beat the U.S. women's soccer team 2-0. Cause for concern? It's two losses in a row, England and Spain. Maybe it is. Last one, your Blackhawks open at the champs tonight. Do you like your chances? We're the worst team in the league, Tom. We're worse than the Bears. I'm, I'm very, very really? scared for the Blackhawks. Woo, we're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern. And now, here's SportsCenter. Worse than the Bears. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.